Poop City isn't a place. It's the mediocrity of the American experience. From the perspective of two leftists reading the news, my name is Stephen. And my name is Charles. And our show is called Escape from Poop City. Let's talk about the escapes. Okay, well, if things get too heavy or we get too angry, we can trigger an escape. Which prompts a thought experiment. Like, what is the most Gwyneth Paltrow thing about you? And the most you thing about Gwyneth Paltrow? Or decide on the Mortal Kombat finishing moves of the characters from Shrek. Find us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your pods. You know you want to. Who's holding you back? Do it. Do it. Do it. Have you ever heard of a theremin? Yeah. I can pretend to be one. I am a human theremin. Spe- special, special, uh, special talents is what it is. If you've heard of a theremin, I can mimic one. Instead of like moving your hand know. close and far, you change my tune by turning my nipples. Hitch up. Oh. Welcome to Brose. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros. From Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweeten. Wee woo, wee woo. From Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And coming to us live, playing his home xylophone, it's Mr. Tim Hansen. I don't know. Thank you. <laughs> you did a great Jeopardy theme right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, now is a good time for uh, for all of us, four of us now, to audition for Pat Sajak's job. By the way, wheel of fortune, let's go, baby! Yeah, Sajak's retiring. He's he's finally done. Four hundred years of hosting Wheel of Fortune. So now, uh, now it, it, the slot is is vacant. We got some chances. Mm-hmm. Four of us here. I mean, given the amount of effort that Sajak had put onto that show over the last couple of decades, I feel like really. Putting any sort of effort towards the hosting job would be like slamming the accelerator after coasting for a couple of decades. <laughs> so I think we all of us could handle it pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think any of us are casually racist enough. <laughs> yeah. No, a, but a I will tell yeah. everyone they're an idiot. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. Z, the fuck are used, you doing? <laughs> but in more of a used car salesman kind of way. Mm-hmm. Sleazy used car salesman. Yeah. And then, look, if you want to sprinkle in some casual racism, just so so the people who have been watching Sajak for decades don't yeah. feel, like, totally left out in the cold, then fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the shot could kill them. <laughs> One can only hope. <laughs> well, watch their brains to... implode. Yeah. And they try to figure out, like, oh, I just wanted to watch the toss-up. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the award-winning Brose podcast, available on all major podcasting platforms. Now, the premise of our show is very simple. We're four bros, and each episode, we bring one question to the table that we want to discuss with our bros. It could be about anything, current events, pop culture, would-you-rathers, intrinsic questions, psychological questions, you can't have an intrinsic question, what am I saying? Intimate questions, <laughs> psychological questions, life, the universe, and everything. All topics are at our disposal, but whatever we ask, we will answer those questions with a touch of mirth and a glass of wine or otherwise. So, if you out there in listener land want to have your question answered on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. 
Com. But first and foremost, we have to discuss what we are drinking tonight. Tim Hansen, I'm going to start with you. So uh, you've been talking tonight. It seems like you could use a drink. What are you drinking? Yeah, so uh, because of my fucking chaotic schedule of having too many things to do, not enough time or not enough resources with which to do them, including moving to my own apartment, which clearly hasn't fully happened yet, um, I am drinking a Smittix, I, uh Irish Red Smittix. Ale. A Smittix, and for all you Smithwicks people out there, die. Um, <laughs> wow, Yikes. it's it's fine. Uh, it's one of the <laughs> it's one of the a many of, beers. A casual death being wished upon tonight. Uh, it's one yeah. of the many beers that was down in the fridge from like a party from like three weeks ago that mm-hmm. uh, I was responsible for buying beer for, mm-hmm. uh, and then we got a bunch of beer, and then no one drank any beer. Mm. Jeez, very rude. They can all die in a fire. <laughs> no, 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 they're good people. Oh, okay, sure. I believe you. Sean, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I'm drinking La Croix du Prieur, uh, which is uh, just a random French rosé, and it's um, it's pretty good. I thought it was going to be really sweet when I smelled it, but it is not. It just is some above-average rosé. Mm, above Braveridge. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Going to a weekend with Above Braveridge wine. Rich Sweeten. Yes. What are you drinking? I am drinking another itty bitty tiny bottle of Sutter Home, ladies and gentlemen. I'm drinking it directly from the bottle because I'm lazy right now. And oh, it's, snap. it's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's it fine. is a tiny uh, bottle, though. So There's something about you drinking straight from like <laughs> a bottle that's the size of, like, I don't know, like a toy bottle. <laughs> like, yeah, there's something about that. You look like Shaq drinking a water bottle. <laughs> That's what I was going for. <laughs> I like it. With the big Aristotle. <laughs> uh, well, uh, over here at Shake Hasnell, uh, for this particular session, we have timed it up so that this session runs through the date of my birth. And <laughs> I am enjoying something very special for the occasion Flexerol. Uh, muscle relaxant medication plus naproxen because I tweaked my back earlier this week. Uh, for those of you who are curious and don't know how these drugs interact, you can't drink when you're uh, taking Flexerol. In fact, just on a whim, to make sure that I wasn't going crazy, I decided to Google Flexerol plus alcohol earlier today. And one of the top results was the suicide prevention hotline. So I will be going stone cold sober tonight. Uh, I'm enjoying a delicious glass of water. Uh, and I'll be enjoying my muscle relaxant before bed so that I don't get incredibly woozy and pass out and slam my head on the keyboard during this session. <laughs> That's a good call. That's a good call. Bless. Turn it. You're an old man, Matt. Dude, it's brutal. It's not even. So I spent all weekend. So we were down the, the down the shore this past weekend, uh, hanging out. You know, me and my my wife. My mom came down for a bit, hanging out with uh with my daughter. Went to the beach, carried her around, biked her around the promenade. Did all sorts of great stuff. It was an awesome weekend, and she had a great time. And I was picking her up and playing with her the whole time. And then we get back on Monday, and Tuesday morning before I go to work, I go to pick up a fork out of the dishwasher, and I'm like, shit. That's what happened. Ugh. What happened? Completely innocuous <laughs> motion. Just like, I was going to go get a fork. And I'm like, ah, crap. And my back was crooked after that. So oh. that was fun. Oh, that's hilarious that that's the straw that broke your back. It's always that. It's mm-hmm. always that. And the good thing is then you can commiserate because I was actually in the office that day. And you can commiserate with everybody else there because they're just like, ah, oh, yeah, my back. Uh, it's, like, cause I, it's like, oh, because it's never the thing. It's always I was just picking up a book or I was mm-hmm. you know, tying my shoe and all this. It's always the most innocuous activity. Yeah. You would 
the the only thing that would make that story better is if it was an actual straw that broke your back and not a if it was yeah. It would also be better if I was a camel. That, that too. That's <laughs> like it, it would double down on it. But how many humps as a camel would you have? That's my question, by the Did, way. How many humps? That is your question. How many humps <laughs> as a if, if you have, if I was a camel, how many humps would would yeah. I have? Yeah, be, this is your question. Okay. I'd be Joe Cool selling cigarettes to kids mm. in the nineties. <laughs> there he is. No, but no humps. No. Humps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, just playing pool in the corner. <laughs> So cool. <laughs> so cool. All right. All right. Who's got a non-hump related question? Brosequestions <laughs> at gmail.com. If you out there in listener land want your question answered, but uh who wants to go first? I'll go first. All righty. Now this I'm going to start this question with a slight disclaimer. This is a commentary on the news and not about anything else that this question pertains to. All right, Rich is going to go deep on the Wagner Group in Russia. Here we go. <laughs> Big time coup so, going on in Moscow. Let's go. Here's a question. If I were a billionaire and you were my stepson, what would your headline be while I'm stuck in a submersible under the ocean? If I were a carpenter. So this question comes because of the submersible that we all know of this week. We're recording on the 23rd. And there was a submersible lost at sea. Um, I saw at least two headlines, if not more, about the stepson of one of the billionaires. Yeah. He's coping by going to see Blink-182. <laughs> and another one where the stepson is single. Why mm -hmm. the fuck is that in our news? Hold on. Let me fix that. Quote news because it was Fox. But still, why was it on the news? Why well, did we have that answers your question? That the, well, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay, so just in general, that whole situation grossed me out. Not the people like I honestly, you know, people joking about them dying because they're billionaires. Like that's whatever. That like that didn't gross me out so much, and but like it was the news covering it like a drama mm -hmm. like it was like mm -hmm. it was something like it was like there was like countdown clocks for how and, long they had left to breathe yeah, yeah. and it's just like, that's like oxygen yeah yeah then that's like just fucked up like i yep. like yeah that's there are i think i think they you know we all wanted we didn't all want I think the ideal outcome in that, and it would have been much less gross had they been found. And it would have been like, yay! And everyone would have been like, huzzah! And that's like, and that's like a really good story. But this is in real life, and that shit doesn't happen. Like, it just doesn't happen mm -hmm. that way. It was so gross to me. It was just, yeah. it was just fully contentifying these people, regardless of how you feel about billionaires dying, the worst death. Yeah. You like slowly. I mean, it it ended up that not being the case, and they probably had a very quick painless death. But like slowly losing oxygen with five people alone at the bottom of the ocean, very sad, devastating, and it was just gross. Like I I don't know. I just felt 
it was just it, it it felt like they were trying to make it a TV show, and it was just like it no thank you. Yeah, I I a hundred percent agree. It was the way the news was covering it, the way the news was was, was making this like the number one most important thing. I, I'm just like this is uncomfortable, and then to just yeah. lean into oh the stepson is coping by going to see Blink One Eighty Two, or this stepson is single. I'm like. This is not news. This is not important. Why is this being reported on? There's always this the the, the sporadic like tragedy, human interest kind of story. It's like the baby Jessica thing from back in the eighties that that you know little girl fell down a well, and there was like days and days and days of coverage, like getting baby Jessica updates. Mm-hmm. This sort of like. Not right at the advent of 24-hour news, but pretty soon after it, maybe a couple years in. And uh, it was like, oh, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to fill the day. We're going to find baby Jessica kind of stories. And we're going to fill the news with that kind of stuff. And it's, you know, it's human interest. It's a, it's it's easy because we're so narratively driven, I think, as as a species. You know, when you, you could do like a whole new segment on, okay, how, you know, inflation. Let's do an hour on inflation snooze but Mm -hmm. we can all relate to uh the idea of like oh my god this terrible thing could be happening it's very tabloidy it's very you know daytime tv but you know once in a while just one of these sort of catches fire and and it's an interesting it's an interesting if tragic story where it's like there's four people in a submarine or five people in a submarine at the bottom of the ocean like that's different that's interesting and they're stuck and the people are trying to find them and you can always get different experts to fill time on it and it's like oh yeah this this person was in a sub once 20 years ago <laughs> like uh like, norm Nor mcdonald has a bit on it where he's like, like here's somebody who used to know this person and it's like oh yeah she was somebody you could really lean on like anytime you needed somebody to hold you up while you were leaning this person could definitely do it like and she's so sad that she's gone like it there's always another angle you can pursue with it because it is purely human interest and it's purely story driven what is the news value? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it doesn't say anything aside from wealthy people like doing crazy stuff. And maybe this submarine wasn't as safe as people thought it was because there were, you know, the, again, experts who were pulled in or people who were considering using the submarine for their own exploration in the past came out in some of these stories and said, I wouldn't have, I would, I didn't trust the submarine. I wouldn't have used this company's submarine. And I guess maybe. There's an angle like, well, you got to hold the the company that made the submarine accountable now, and maybe that's the the ask for it. But otherwise, it's it's human interest, and I don't know. Once in a blue moon, this sort of thing just catches fire. Yeah, I, I like. I feel like I heard more on the news and saw more articles about this than I did the kids when the kids were stuck uh, in in the cave. The the soccer, the soccer team. team? Yeah. Uh, Strong disagree. I feel it's about the same, except I saw a lot more memes about this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's easy because it's it's five old rich people instead of a bunch of children. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Yeah. But to your point, Rich, I, I was I was I was only slightly joking about the the Moscow rebellion thing. Like there is like borderline civil war possibly happening in <laughs> Moscow right now. Or this like this um uh, like like private military corporation with fifty thousand armed soldiers is like declaring war on the Russian Ministry of, of 
of defense and announcing that they're going to march on Moscow. Moscow's taking it seriously and putting tanks in there. Oh, well, but we got the sub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the sub. <laughs> there, poor, there was, sub. Oh, this poor sub. There was, like, Ukraine war stuff that happened over this week. Like, they major Ukraine. Ma- yeah, like, major Ukraine war stuff that yeah. happened this week. But the sub. I prefer hoagies. You know what? You're right. Hoagies are better. Hoagies. Mm. Hoagies. Hoagie with mayo nope. and mustard. Oh, so no back mustard. To the question. Extra mayo. What would your headline you be? You both. What would my headline be? <clears throat> yeah, what was your what would your stepson of billionaire headline be? Tim Hansen, who's missing? <laughs> hmm. Also at the Blink 182 show for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same concert. Hmm. Just rocking out. Oh, Tits. the small things. Yeah, I'm sorry, Dad. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> it's me. I'm the small thing. Look how short I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you care? Uh, what would my, what would my, if I was related to somebody who's a stepfather on the submarine, what would my headline be? Uh, my headline would be I, I was out fishing. <laughs> <laughs> Mac has out on a boat gone fishing. Yeah, and they'd interview me and be like, what do you think about your dad being on the sub? And I'm like, well, I'm on this boat. Surely boat above water is what you want, not submarine underwater. Mm-mm. No, boat above There's water. no air down there. That's bad. Yeah, yeah, see? No, no, it's bad. See? Plenty of air up here. And then I, I pull down a chart point. You see? This is the lungs. The lungs. Need yeah. the air. Yeah, yeah, the air. I pull down a second chart. It's like, this is the fish. The fish have the gills. They see the gills. They're not here. I just keep pointing back and forth for like 20 minutes. Mine would probably have been uh, moved his stream to YouTube, not kick. That's really the only thing that's happened with me this week. So I was going to say, oh, okay. is it a hint that you've moved? You're not doing kick. I'm this was all kick. a very circuitous no. plug for no, prior I, to the plug <laughs> section of the show. No, it wasn't. I'm just stepson of billionaire distraught on stream at B underscore walnuts. <laughs> exactly. At YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And Sean, what would your What? So, if I was a billionaire's stepson, if you if you were a billionaire's stepson, what would your uh, coping headline be during these trying times? I don't know. I'd probably buy some fast food place and then just post up in it and have them give me all my food. <laughs> I genuinely, uh, I don't know. It's so that kid and all the weird stuff he's doing, like. He could have a really good or have had a really good relationship with his stepdad. But like, Mm -hmm. if you have that much money, you're going to be a fucking weirdo. You know, like if you grow up with billions of dollars, there's not not to, you know, like he is a a young adult, I guess, and uh, has had access to a billion dollars his whole life. There's no way you're coming out of that. okay? like it's just it's just not how we're not wired that way. Mm -hmm. No, I don't. Not that I'm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to. Uh, I just think I don't want to give them too much of a pass. But like an like on the sub, there was a 19 year old kid. I'm like, yeah, he had a billion dollars. He was 19. Like, what, what could he have done? I mean, he could have done many bad things. But like, you know what I mean? Like, he's just, he's a kid. He's a child. We're, we're, play, we're playing the odds. He's had a lot less time to do bad things <laughs> yeah. than other people on the sub. Yeah. So yeah. like, yeah, and that and that kid going to a Blink One Eight Two concert, like, I. Yeah, things are going to make him happy because that's what he knows makes people happy. Because he always had access to all kinds of things. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I mean, 
Or he was already going to the concert, and they're just like, but we're going to say it's this reason. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He could have just been That's... going to a concert and been like, well, why? Like, I might as well go. What, yeah. what, Not only what is, is his dad probably dying, but he's single. Sad yeah. face. <laughs> like, like what, what is he going to go look for the sub himself? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I got thrown no, those he, floaties to get in there, baby. He He yeah. probably bought the tickets like six months ago. And just was like, all right, well, I'm gonna go anyway. So yeah, I don't know. I just, it, I think it's probably like, well, Dad's gonna be out of town on this sub trip. I may as well go to a concert. While I'm exactly. Uh, it's when you throw house parties. See, you're right, Sean. This billionaire kid is weird. He doesn't know you throw <laughs> house parties when they're out of town. I know what a weirdo. Dumbass. What a freak. Any other thoughts on the the sub? No, no. Sorry for uh, the families. No. Yeah, rip. I'm. Yeah. That's that's. Uh, I'm sorry that you lost someone you love, but. Uh, yeah that's about it like i think yeah. the, the, the line i draw is like you can have apathy towards like death like there are people who are just like oh he's dumb billionaires you die i'm like you could just be you could just have no feelings on yeah. it like instead of taking glee like there, there's the, there was the whole back and forth on like we're gonna like don't get mad at people who are getting pissed off at billionaires schadenfreude's really a thing like, you could just feel nothing yeah. Just feel nothing. Right? It's, it's just people people die in a tragic way and they're not the most important people in your life. You could feel nothing. It's okay. Yeah. So anyway. All right. Who's next? Oh no. Oh no. I closed my thing. Oh no. Okay. All right. I got a question. I got a question since we're doing stuff in the news. Uh what is the funniest the funniest in parentheses wrong slash serious thing that you could ask chat GPT to do. And the reason I asked this, because there was a story a couple weeks ago uh, about uh, New York lawyers who tried to cite fake cases generated by chat GPT in a legal brief filed in federal court. Mm. Uh, so they basically asked chat GPT to generate a legal brief for them in a case and chat GPT generated a brief with a whole bunch of fake cases mm-hmm. in it. And uh, the judge and then the opposing counsel was like, hey, can you um, we can't find any of these cases. Can you go to specifically where they are? Because we think that these cases don't exist. And then the lawyers in turn went back to ChatGPT and said, hey, is like Hernandez versus Smith a real case? And ChatGPT said yes. (laughs) So the lawyers so the lawyers doubled down on it. (laughs) said <laughs> it's 100 percent a real case and then eventually after getting a lot of pushback from the judge um uh they they now are facing like legal sanctions and possibly mm-hmm. being disbarred uh and judge kevin castle wrote in an early may order regarding the plaintiff's filing that quote six of the submitted cases appear to be bogus judicial decisions with bogus quotes and bogus internal citations bogus uh, <laughs> bogus oh, bogus uh so bogus. The, the fact that bogus. the word bogus is in legal documentation is just it's the winner of this whole story right here is bogus bogus, bogus. All right, so what's the funniest thing you could ask ChatGPT to do? Either like funny thing, serious thing, just the wrong thing in general. Hmm. Write me a Fallout Boys song title. <laughs> mm. You can make that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. ChatGPT might make less, uh, might make more sensible titles for songs than, than Fallout Boy does. So I don't know if that would work. I don't know. I didn't look at their last album mm. to see what any of the titles were. So maybe they started making sense at some point. They started making them like one word long instead of 17. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
I slept with someone in the band and all I got was his song. <laughs> yeah. God, now I'm trying to think of like a corny Fall Out Boy song. My memory's coming to blank. I, I know all the, the actual titles. I'm trying to come up with something stupider. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> but I can't. I can't. They come set up the with, bar uh, so high. A little less 16 candles, a little more touch me. Like I, can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't beat that one. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Funny things you could do. Mm. Do a medical chart. That'd be fun. Yeah, a, a whole medical journal about uh, 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 like yeah. a study. Yo, write my doctoral thesis, man. <laughs> oh, somebody's gonna try that for sure. Oh, no somebody's doubt. Try that. Yeah. They're like, There's fuck, a- you actually read these things? There's so many pages. <laughs> <laughs> You've cited um, Barney versus Friends as one of your cases. <laughs> I think. I think there has been like colleges that had to shut out uh or or like revoke scholarships because of using chat gpt not <sighs> sure though Wouldn't surprise that's me. wild yeah i don't know like i i actually genuinely i don't think i've used it for anything really like i it, think I, um, maybe at the very beginning when they start rolling this out i think i asked it a dumb question but i can't even remember what it was and i don't think i've used it since um, I know people who use it for work when they need to come up with like, like examples of something working, like somebody, I'm trying to be as, as vague as possible, but somebody I know, I don't think it's like, whatever, uh, somebody I know, like was trying to write a procedure to help, uh, like figure something out but they needed other examples of how like using this procedure would like the outcomes like Mm -hmm. how else it could be effective and they but they were only they were having a hard time because they were thinking very like i need this specific problem solved so that's what this is for but there has to be other applications and so it was like what are other applications for this type of thing and then it was like here are some you know Mm -hmm. and so it's just like it's good for brainstorming if you have like an idea you're like i need to build this out but no i think people are people are definitely going to be dumb and try to use it to write full term papers and legal briefs and uh yeah it sucks kind of because it's gonna it's it's gonna end up scamming a lot of people probably that's what's gonna be or we're in like the tablet like the microsoft tablet phase of this because you know like, like microsoft tried to roll out their tablets and uh, whatever it was like early mid 2000s something like that and nobody gave a shit and then apple put out an ipad it was like really you know good quality product and everybody was like oh my god i need a tablet yeah. like we had, it hit that crescendo where nobody was interested in it and the technology wasn't really there and then suddenly apple makes it and it's it's fine and now mm-hmm. tablets are ubiquitous uh we're basically there with chat gpt like i i, I so uh i'm i'm subscribed to a job newsletter it just sends you know hey here's a couple of postings that match your profile in case you're ever interested and they've recently started doing chat gpt chat gpt recommends the following jobs i'm like it looks like the same listings because you're just using a computer algorithm before in the profile that i, I set up to find me jobs and now you're just giving chat gpt that same information mm-hmm. it's, it's 
same list of jobs, same thing. Surprise. I don't think there's any better. Um, uh, you know, uh, often cited on this program, the band Coed and Cambria put out a video earlier this week that uh, it appears was made via AI, and it sucked. It's a bad video. It's really was stupid. that that Crunchyroll video? <laughs> yeah, that one. It was uh, oh, for Lives of Supremacy, which is a great song. Uh, shitty video. It's just these, it's like it's just a camera zooming in around these like static images, and it's like this isn't mm-hmm. this is boring. Yeah, this, is, yeah. this isn't any good. It's it, what what it would look like if you told you know an ai to make this in its infancy stages right now so it's not there yet it probably will be in like five years to do yeah. stuff like this on a more regular and, and less detectable basis but it's not there yet and there's you get in trouble if you're a lawyer and you try to use it like that there's a, a youtube channel called uh, corridor that they made like a full-on animated cartoon through using like ai like not chat gpt but but other ais within the industry because they do a lot of like graphical work and things like that and cg stuff in in videos um even with the ai that they used they still had to put at least like 10 to 15 hours into the video just just to finish it up and make it look viewable because every frame had the character looking different and every frame had something else janky so they they had to even with like the skeleton of what was created by ai they still had to do a ton of fucking work on it hmm. yeah you don't have another fallout boy song they want to come up with no but i would use a uh, chat gpt to uh, write a religious text <laughs> that'd be pretty good wait wait and that already f- happened with Scientology <laughs> no, that was a man L. Ron Hubbard fully wrote those books by himself I think I don't know Scientology space science aliens they probably already had AI that could help him write it right isn't that how that works mm-hmm. that's what gonna... uh, thetans are actually just AI particles <laughs> gonna write this whole religious text and it'll be like oh fifth elements our future it's it's all real right lulu dallas multipass 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 <laughs> lulu dallas multipass uh any other thoughts chat gpt your obligatory ai reference here that's how we show how we're cool and hip keeping up with the times AI. yeah we have to we yeah. have to mention ai at least once an episode so people know it's true it's true it's true all right, who's next? Sean, Tim. Um. Okay. Do you? I want you. To, I want to know if you guys agree with this BuzzFeed article. Sorry, but these super popular shows are actually terrible. Here we go. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I don't know that show, so we're gonna skip it. It's the first one's Emily in Paris. I've never heard of that show, but uh, no. Uh, I've heard of it, but never watched it. Second show, The Big Bang Theory, isn't actually terrible. I don't think it's good, but I don't think it's, it's terrible. Fine. It's fine. Yeah. I think it's terrible. <laughs> so I I have a feeling, and this is gonna harken back to our conversation in uh the la- in the second episode of last session, um, of a lot of these are going to be the Nickelback of TV, where it's going to be it's just it's fine. Everyone loves it, but it's fine. It's just, it is mm-hmm. what it is. Friends. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
conference. Two broke girls, two and a half men. Yeah, it's how, all CBS sitcoms. <laughs> how I Met Your Mother. It's all Chuck Lorre. Chuck yeah. Lorre did half of these shows. <laughs> like, look, don't get me wrong. I fucking love How I Met Your Mother. I can fully acknowledge that it is. Yeah, it's diet it's friends. fine. It's fine. Like diet friends. Diet friends. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know, I know. This cuts to Tim because I know Tim likes that show. It's, I, I never got it. What friends or How I Met Your Mother? Both of them. It's accurate, <laughs> but I also understand that it's like they're they're not amazing shows. There's a reason I never sat down to watch like all of either of them. I don't mm-hmm. care enough. They're just like, eh, this is kind of funny as a one-off thing. Yeah. Right. Right. Seinfeld. You're right. <laughs> Fucking garbage. <laughs> now, what? Now, does it give an explanation for why Seinfeld? Is if it you enjoy watching unlikable characters talk nonsense and yell at each other, sure. Isn't that like also, uh, um, what's it called? Fucking I- impractical jokers. Yes, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, that's it. That's what I was looking for. Always sunny. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's always sunny as Seinfeld on crack. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, Charlie is very likable. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's adorable that he can't read. And <laughs> tries to stalk that waitress everywhere she goes. That's a very endearing. I quality. can't speak Gaelic. You're speaking it right now. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of, so it also has Family Guy, but all of them are uh, everybody loves Raymond. Yeah, a house, but all every single house. one of them is just oh. is just. Stuff is is stuff is problematic now. Their justification for everyone except Seinfeld, which is honestly a valid criticism of Seinfeld. You did, like it's just not for you then. You know what I, you know what I right. mean? Like if you don't like those things, then it's not for you. So <laughs> just move on. But like all right. of the other ones, like the friend friends, uh, all of the Chuck Lorre ones, it's all just this is problematic now. And it's like, yeah, but like, you you know. Mm-hmm. so <laughs> like yeah yeah you're right you're right friends does have a lot of problematic storylines but like mm-hmm. for the time it was relatively progressive and like you know mm-hmm. like it was like it was i don't know everyone liked it yeah. there wasn't mm-hmm. it was like uh you know it was the pumpkin spice latte of of shows like it's just a, <laughs> it's just a thing that yeah. exists and is nice and just move on it's not don't yuck my yum yeah. I, I sh- a show that's 10 years old is going to have some sort of problematic storyline throughout it at one point or another at some time in the timeline. Like, you could go back, you can, like, even, you can go back to Cheers and Frasier. There are going to be problematic storylines in those shows nowadays. Mm-hmm. Back then it was progressive. Nowadays it's not. Probably the only show and Sean, you might be able to speak more about this than anyone else. The only show that might be safe is Golden Girls, but I no, don't know. No, gold. Well, no, no, it's not. It's no. it's 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 very progressive for its time, but it's not. Uh, it's it is still like it's not there yet. I will. I will. I think there's. I, I view that show with a lot of like. I love that show, and so I view it with a lot of nostalgia. And, Mm -hmm. uh, but like, if you really think about it, it is like all of these shows, like Mm -hmm. it's, uh, like, I'm sure there is, there is a friends episode where, uh, where they learn about that gay people are okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's like that kind of stuff just happened. I think it's just weird to me that you're upset about that. These shows exist 
Mm. And like, it's not like we're trying to make friends now. Like, you know what I I mean? Like that's not enough drugs. That's true. Yeah. What's his name? Matthew Perry would never, he wouldn't, uh, no, be able to perform. He's all, he's all cleaned up now. Yes, he is. But they, but like, but I mean, like, you're like if you're, you're evaluating even, it on the basis yeah. of comedy like you're evaluating on the basis of comedy and like the way that the show is structured and you know the actual jokes and the beats of the story and all that and yes sensibilities have changed in the last five years let mm-hmm. alone the last 10 15 20 30 i mean all in the family is still one of the most progressive shows that's ever been put on tv period and that was 50 years ago i and you i guarantee you you will see stuff not just like the archie bunker stuff but i guarantee you that even their treatment of like some you know more touchy subjects is still you know a little bit ham-fisted in comparison to the way it would be treated today but it's still a quality show and a well-done show at that like it, it is yeah I, I i don't see the point of going back and saying like it's it's essentially going back and saying oh sensibilities have changed over the last 30 years like no shit man of course it has yeah uh, yeah, yeah. And, and similarly the chuck lorry stuff like to your point, it's it's sort of nickelback and like, hey, look, this is going this is middle of the road comedy. Like Big Bang Theory is a show about geeks and is not made for geeks. It is made for normal people who have an idea about geeks that they are not interested in having challenged. <laughs> and so so same thing with like two broke girls. Like it's just like, hey, these are two young women who are waitresses. We don't want to have our views challenged. We just want to have have some, you know, easy jokes for 30 minutes yeah. and fine. Okay. <laughs> Is it, yes, of course it doesn't deserve to be like whatever the highest rated show on CBS or the second highest rated show on CBS. Of course, Charlie Sheen's behavior was not always on the up and up. You're not going to believe this, but his character was not always supposed to be the best upstanding moral citizen on that show anyway. Wait, wait like, are you are course. you telling me he's like the Rick of that show and like you're not supposed to look up to him? I don't know. He has a lot of money, though. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He has a lot of money, which covers over a lot of sins. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, most of that list, I'm like, all right, like, yeah, like Friends and How I Met Your Mother. I'm like, I don't really like those shows. I think they're boring, but they're also not for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, but that, but I, like, yeah, I think you are you're holding everything to too high a standard. Like, hmm. I so. I will acknowledge that like the show Bojack Horseman is a comedy that's very good, but I can't get myself to watch it because it's devastating. Like it's just too much for me. I'm like, I don't want to deal with all that emotion right now. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm go- so I will watch like scrubs or how I met your mother or whatever. And just, you know, just kind of sometimes you want to, you want the candy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like I've, I've seen all of Bojack Horseman. That is one of the heaviest shows I've ever watched. I will never watch it. I love the show. I will never watch it again. I've also seen every episode of Scrubs 30 fucking times because that is just an easy watch. That is something to put on in the background to fall asleep to something like that. That's why like a lot of like people our age hold these shows so dear because it is it's comfort food. It's easy watches. It's it's not necessarily something that really makes you think it's just all right. Cool. Let me chill for a bit. Mm. were there any other ones on that list that we uh we didn't get to none that were of like all the rest were like this is a problematic show that like but like yeah you know like 13 reasons why it's just like because it's 
trauma sure. porn. It's like, yeah, like, okay, yeah, that's valid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one, that one, that's the one I'm in line with. Like, I watch that... the show. I'm like, okay, this is this is like you said, it's grief porn. It's yes, yeah. Yeah, I've never but like watched Monty that show. Like I was listening to Monty Python sketches uh, a couple months ago, and you dig deep enough, and they're like, oh boy, there's some. There's some racist shit in those, in those yeah, old ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and again, it's 1968, 1969. Not that racism was okay because it happened in the 60s, but like, what are you going to do, man? Like, <laughs> don't don't put the one on where they put on fucking blackface. Like, don't, yeah. don't show the one That's... anymore. It's still one of the most influential uh, yeah. uh, comedy troops, comedy sketch shows ever in history and it molded a lot of other people's comic sensibilities and that's why there are like on streaming services there are a bunch of episodes like a one episode of like a bunch of series that isn't on there anymore because it's like oh well they did blackface and that's not good we're gonna take it down so no one ever has to watch it again or they did they tackled this subject very poorly we're just gonna take it down so no one ever has to see it again and there like that's the best you can do is take it down and you never have to watch it again. But also at the same time, like with when it comes to some of the topics, like is taking it down really the thing you should be doing? Or is it like, Oh, well this is part of it. Like I think this most people are polite. Of, I've seen episodes that I've seen more warnings like, hey, than takedowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, I think I, that's I a, that. a better approach, but yeah. that it also kind of depends on exactly what they did and mm-hmm. yeah. what is happening. Cause like if you are, if you are trying to tackle a difficult subject uh, or, or something along those lines and you just, <clears throat> you, you tried, uh, maybe didn't do the best effort or maybe things have changed and in a different light, it's much worse uh, as things have progressed, then okay. Like, but it's in the world of, I mean, it's just a different form of art, visual art in a show in a medium. Um, I would say it's still good to know that there was an attempt because you need to know where we came from and the efforts that we came through. Um, But I mean, if you're just actively trying to be like as objectionable as possible, then I mean, yeah, maybe just take that shit down. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know it's between like Andrew Dice Clay and like trying to tackle a controversial subject in a, in a genuinely funny way. That's not just like, look at the buttons I'm pressing. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right. Tim Hansen. I was like, where am I on your screen? <laughs> I legitimately you thought you were going to forget that I existed for questions. Uh, oh, how could I even name one time? When I've ever forgotten that you didn't answer, you think a question I know how many episodes we've done and Name which ones you one. skip me entirely? Name at one or thirty times where it's happened. <laughs> I don't think you've hit thirty yet. Mm, okay, well in that case, oh, <laughs> that, uh, okay, Tim. Enough stalling. <laughs> We're gonna need you to ask that question now. No, please. <laughs> oh, okay. Since you asked you. so nicely, nailed it. Um, so this is going to be a very specific, very specific question uh, sparked by a recent conversation with a friend from high school, um, like the actual high school I went to, not just Matt. Um, so, and, and you may not have an example, but I'm genuinely curious. So we all know that as as 
youngins and teenagers and whatnot, we we have interesting vernaculars and words uh, that come into usage. And as we get older, we look at the youngins and we're like, what the fuck does yeet mean? And all this kind of stuff. Uh, no cap, but... Um, <laughs> sorry, I made myself laugh. Um, is there a word... Uh, normally, a lot of these are kind of like generational or like are widely used. Um, but has there ever been a word or a handful of words or slang that you remember being used in just like one group? Or like you never heard again outside of high school or any or something along those lines? Um, the reason I ask is going to a boarding school is a weird time <laughs> already. But. Um, having people from all across the country and a couple from other countries, uh, the fact that we had like terms that I've never heard ever again, but like all of us just kind of like either instinctually already understood what was happening or very quickly picked up on what it meant. And it's just like, okay, this is a word I use now. Cause I would come home and I would like say, be like, Oh dude, why you don't be OD like that. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like, oh, that's a CFS thing. Or like, why are you fiending so much? And they're like, what? The, what, what, what? What does this even mean? So a- anything along those lines? Tim, do you know what OOC means? Out of context? No, but close. Rich? No. Sean? Not besides out of context. Out of character? Out of control. And you would know this if you hung out with Ryan Dunbar, Church Farm School Summer Day Camp, because Summer Day Camp, that particular group of people loved calling out kids, counselors, etc. Anybody who was acting a little bit crazy or said something that was like a little bit derogatory towards one of them as, hey, yo, yo, you got no OC. that sounds like something that dunbar came up and just everybody loved dunbar that's right (laughs) everyone then that's the whole thing is he came up with it and everyone's just like well dunbar's the man so i'm gonna start saying (laughs) ooc also and the only there's only like one other person i could now it was two and now there's apparently only one because tim hansen didn't remember what ooc meant there's only one other person on the planet that i know who i consistently say that to and it's a fellow counselor uh amanda knee dumlap uh, Matty O'Neill Dunlap. The other way around. Matty O is her maiden name. Dunlap is her married name. She's one of the counselor there and she knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. OOC, out of control. Settle down. Settle down. <laughs> I, d- I definitely remember Dunbar constantly saying settle down to yeah, everyone down. and settle anyone. Down. Settle down. All right, what else? Hmm. Well, the ones I just used were uh, fiending, which is uh, it was usually used in the context of like video games, and you, like you're just hardcore focusing on this thing, like a like a fiend. Like no one ever explained it, explained this verbally. It was just like, oh, why are you fiending? And you like look at the context and be like, okay, I know what this means now. That was it. Fiend. Uh, and then OD was kind of uh, was overdoing it. So it's mm. like if you're just being over the top, it's like, yo, dude, don't don't be so OD. Don't do that. So if you were just going crazy at a at a bar off Landis Avenue in Seattle City, would you be ODing at the OD? Yep. 
the good stuff. Yeah. Ocean Drive, baby. The on, the only smart one I ever knew, and I had I heard exactly once outside of CFS. Um and it was like some random dude on a street in Philadelphia, and I was very confused. Um, was Brody like the two to Brody someone you were Brodied uh, was like, uh, yo, someone stole your shit. Hmm. There was like a cowboy or, or like a Wild West. <sighs> Fuck, I know I looked this up at some point. It was like a cowboy or a thief way back when that was like named Brody. Uh, William Brody. Hmm was like way back when thief and like it's like oh shit this this word actually means a thing it's just not just some fucking random word there's a history to it you just pick one yeah that's crazy it's like how people you shout kobe now and they uh throw a piece of paper into a trash bin you're like brody <laughs> you run off with somebody's backpack you just run it like got it yeah got it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh what you got rich sean Slime that doesn't make sense out of a particular uh, friend group or um, outside of one. Do you guys know what turtling is? Not when you have to poop. <laughs> That's called prairie dogging. <laughs> it's a uh, prairie dogging uh, if it comes out and it goes back in. Yeah. So my understanding of turtling is like you're sort of like cowardice. Like okay, no. Uh, you, yeah, so it was a thing. It was a thing. Turtled up. So turtling was a thing that you did, in which you would steal someone's backpack. Take all the books out, flip it inside out, zip it back up, like put them back in, zip it back up, and give it back to them, ideally without them noticing. And that was just something that happened all the time at my high school. I think it was called turtling. I never was very annoying for that. Yeah, it was. I've definitely done it, but I didn't know there was a no, name for it. So uh, most of the time, it's it is such a harmless prank in that generally <laughs> someone will take your bag, flip it inside out, put it like while you're in class, and put it back under your seat and you won't notice until the end of class and you have to carry your bag to the next class and like undo it and it's like it's annoying but totally harmless but like sometimes someone's car yeah well yeah but (laughs) sometimes children are dicks uh and one time somebody stole like stole my bag and turtled it but then hid it on my high school campus and just wouldn't tell me where it was and it's like that's not this is like this that's is theft. Yeah, this is not this is annoying. Yes. That's OD, bro. Yeah, that's yes. That's OOC. <laughs> yeah. OOC, settle down. Settle down. Yo, I totally to- t- turtled your bag and then I lit it on fire. Yeah. And threw it in your house. <laughs> Boom. Gotcha. Oh, you, you you've owned me. Fam- oh, I've been pwned. You're you're devastated right now. I am to the ground. Got him. Got me. <laughs> Burn down your house for the insurance money somehow. <laughs> he cleans up on the policy. Uh, Rich, any uh, anything along these lines? Uh, no, not nothing really that I can think of. I mean, the only thing that I have in mind, and it's really dumb. It's so dumb, and it was just something like my group of friends would do. Is say we were going to go and like hang out at the mall or whatever, and like we would. Go, go in separate cars or try to group up, but some people would show up sooner or later or whatever, to find each other if we were nearby, instead of like texting or calling. We would just do these stupid noises, and it would be to search for someone, like a radar, it would go, doo! 
And if you hear them, you'd go, ee And that was it. That was all. And so, like, besides that, because we were just stupid kids and that was only a thing that we did, besides that, there's nothing really I can think of of, like, common terms or, or things like that that people used in my high school that no one else is going to know. Hmm. Couldn't just meet at the KB Toys. We were stupid. We, we wanted to make stupid noises in the middle of the mall. I mean, you could still do that. Uh, true. True. You all meet up at the KB Toys and you go, Victory Howl! <laughs> yeah. Alright. Yeah, no. I, I, I was recently told by my supervisor that um, if I don't complete at least a little bit of every test that is assigned to me every day could result in PIP. I don't even know what fucking uh, PIP means. Oh, you don't know what PIP means? Performance improvement plan. Sure, help me in performance. You don't want to be on that PIP, dog. I've never heard of a PIP except in uh, Sherlock. <laughs> PIP. Hey, PIP, PIP. Yeah, the pips. Yeah, pip, pip, pip. Uh, yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? Hey, corporate lingo, you could do any of that shit. Yeah. Like, you just, any 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 three letter acronym, you're just like, well, I don't know what that is. That. <laughs> There's a story of one of my uh, one of my bosses used to tell when uh, they were when when his boss from out of town was like, hey, I'm coming into town. You know, we're gonna do a quick you know review of of uh, last quarter finances and he. Can you um, make sure you have an ICS together for that? And he was like, "Uh, sure, boss." He's like panicking, panicking. He's like, I, "What was an ICS? What was I, I have no idea what this is." And then, like a few days later, he runs an ICS uh, at that company. Stood for Ice Cream Social. Pick up some ice cream for everybody on the floor for when he showed up. I want an ICS every day. Yeah, every day. Yeah. ICS. No, mm. we've had root beer floats at lunch like every Wednesday for the last two weeks. So, like, what? That. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Do we yeah. have barbecue every Wednesday? Fucking awesome. What is this? Barbecue and I have root beer floats? Do you work for Google? <laughs> no. But there's yeah. just as few people in the building as Google right now. Oh, man. The, the, the float's mm. great, but the, the, the root beer float's great, but the glass keeps getting in the way of my foosball table. <laughs> no, the foosball table's at the apartment. Uh, okay. <laughs> right next on to back gaming. Were you building. listening? <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, sorry, we don't listen not. to each other on this show. Never. Not at all. By the way, Tim, I did confirm with uh, Big Ron that uh, – Two of the both of the apartment complexes they lived in in King of Prussia were not the one uh, that you're currently at right now, but it was probably right around the corner. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So back probably in the right '80s, King of Play, King of Prussia, killer place. Everything was right around the corner. Everything was right around the corner. Yeah, I mean, I got King of Prussia just furniture in Hobby Town or Ho- Hobby Lobby across the street. What more could you want? Well, because King of Prussia is just based around the mall. It's basically all one big corner. It's, it's just like accurate. a square around the mall, and that's the whole town. Accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's it. We've all asked a question. So that concludes the episode of Brose. This is the part where I do all the ending stuff. Everybody sort of zones out until I start saying their names at the end. The mm-hmm. plugs and all that. So everybody, get your zoning out ready. You get your zoning out in right now because I'm going to do all the end of podcast stuff. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. 
What? T- Tim's, oh. like flat, Tim's like flatlining like immediately. I was, I was paying attention too much. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Active too listening. In. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Over I'm sorry. Here. I was told to zone out. I was zoning out. Why are you asking me Te- questions? <laughs> Tess, cut that part where Sean was paying too much attention, please. <laughs> How dare you? The Brose Podcast is available on all major podcasting platforms. You can follow us on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast, on Facebook at Brose Podcast, or on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. And if you have a question that you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. A special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien, who compiles our listener questions when we get them, to Tess Riley for editing our show, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at the Vogel Art Shop on Facebook or at her store on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert, and you can listen to his work at the Free Music Archive. It's time for some plugs. Rich Sweeten, we'll start with you. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at B underscore Walnuts. And uh, for the time being, I know I said last session that all of my streams were going or that my streams were going to kick once a week, but I decided to just switch over full time to YouTube. So it's uh, youtube.com slash at B Walnuts to find me streaming and posting Let's Plays. I have content coming out pretty much every day of the week. So come check it out. Sean O'Brien, what about you? Um, okay, so you can find me on Twitter. I sorry, I had to search. I love my wife so much, and we we text all the time. So I had to I had to search for a while to figure out what I need to plug for her. Uh, I thought you just forgot about the the the, the zoning out part. You were like <laughs> crescendoing back in. Yeah, just running as hard as I can. Uh, hmm. Oh, so I'm on Twitter at. <laughs> Hey, it's SOV. Oh, boy. And then my frisbee one is at OB Discoff. But if you are sweaty in South Jersey or Philly and are unable to afford air conditioning, you can go to tinyrollcom slash air conditioners 2023. And there is a form that you can fill out to request an air conditioner. And if you want to help Mary and friends cool down the Philly area, you can contribute at opencollective.com slash funds hyphen y'all hyphen philly phenomenal causes not just providing uh you know a, a climate controlling services for those less fortunate but keeping tiny url in business yes that's what they do baby <laughs> Them and that was it man tim hansen oh, link tree yeah man uh tim <laughs> hansen tell us about your twitter and then tell us about our friends at uh that are escaping poop city i mean you don't have to remind me every time I think I got it. <laughs> We've only been doing it for like two or three episodes. We've only had Poop City since it's, like March. It's fine. Um, All right, fine. You can find me on Twitter at Tim R. Hansen. Um, the, if you enjoy our uh, pop culture references to yesteryear, uh, our takes on the news, and our mirthy, wonderful banter, back, witty banter, uh, then you're probably going to enjoy the sense of humor of Stephen and Charles over at Escape from Poop City. Uh, they kind of bring their own stories to the table, some news, some pop culture. Um, and when shit gets too heavy because politics is fucking rough, um, they may trigger an escape or a thought ex- experiment because they're trying to escape the mediocrity of human existence in America. American existence? I don't remember. Um 
Like if you had to come up with a seven course meal based on the decades that you were alive, what would the different courses be? I mean, not, none none of us are seventies, so not seven course meal, but like you get you get the picture. You guys aren't dumb, so uh, yeah, give them a listen. And they're constantly coming up with additional bros that are on the show that I've never met, and it's hard to keep track of. But yeah, and if you're looking for musical entertainment in the Philadelphia South Jersey area, look no further than. Philadelphia's all male acapella group after the bar. You can find them on Facebook at after the bar. You can email them at atbphilly at gmail.com uh, or you can go to their website at atbphilly.com. It's a bunch of mostly local Philadelphia boys. A lot of us are from Drexel singing songs from uh, all over the spectrum. And if you have requests, we'll arrange them and we'll sing them for any of your special events. So uh, hit us up. And I did it my way. I couldn't hear uh, you. That's, a, that, that, that's the song I wanted you to do. I did it my way. Mm. Frank Sinatra. No, we prefer Elvis. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The Elvis and Sinatra aren't mutually exclusive. You could be both. <laughs> I have it on good authority. You did like a seaside of the offspring like a decade ago. I'm sure you could work in <laughs> when my did you way. Do offspring. Denial revisited. Got a something, something, then it goes like this. I played the song for you, and you were like, We did this for Acapella. <laughs> I do not recall, but that, that doesn't mean it didn't happen. Okay. Uh, <laughs> M. Casnell. That's M K A S Z. N E L. And my plug for this week is uh, just the fact that Hank Sauce has a new sauce out called Exit 17, uh, which I saw the other day. I haven't picked up a bottle yet, but it's it's a green serrano pepper uh, sauce. Looks looks pretty good. Sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Sounds very good. Yeah, it's. I'm excited. We're going to try it out at some point in the near future. It's going to be delicious. That sounds awesome. Anyway, say goodbye to the gentle listeners, everybody. Bye. 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 For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweeten, Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moves team, my name is Matt Kansnell, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. That sauce sounds awesome. It does.